Welcome everybody to the Off the Mound podcast presented by Sloan. I'm your host, Ryan Dempster. Of course, a big shout out to our sponsor, Sloan. Their hands-free hand-washing technology is truly state-of-the-art, second to none. They are in a league of their own, and we thank them for being our sponsor. Uh, we got a special show today. I mean, every once in a while, you just throw together one guest, two guests, but we got four guests. That's right. Humphreys McGee, Brendan Bayless is joining the show. We got Big Z, Carlos Zambrano is going to be stopping by. And then when you get spoiled like this, you get two guests at once. When you can have Frank Schwindel and Patrick Wisdom, well, that's a schwisdom I'm all about. So without any further ado, let's go off the mound with our four guests right here on the Off the Mound podcast. Please put your hands together for two of the stars of this year's team, Patrick Wisdom and Frank Schwindel. I mean, this is awesome, by the way. You guys, you guys completely like sleep, breathe the Cubs. The fact that the game's over and you're just not changing out of your uniform. Absolutely, we yeah, sleep in these. <laughs> I went and showered in this and then dried it and uh, came. Yeah, I know the series was tough. The you know the the season in the win-loss column hasn't been great, but the learning lessons, the things that have been going on. But your guys' story has been amazing. Um, so much fun. Patrick, dude, you just broke Chris Bryant's record. Out of all the rookies that have ever played for the Chicago Cubs, you have the most home runs. Yeah, it's yes, special. Yeah, please. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Talk about that. How 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 special is it, has it this year been for you? Yeah, it's uh, extremely special to be uh, mentioned with uh, you know the, that group of guys, Hap and Billy Williams and uh, and KB. Um, you know, it's an honor, and uh, I'm truly humbled by it. It's, it's awesome, especially to do it here at Wrigley and uh, for the Cubs. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you guys just have so much fun. Like the smiles on your face, Frank. I I, I talked to you the other day. <laughs> the smile. Like, has this been like since you were a kid? Has this always been a thing? Because it's electric and it's contagious and you can't help but people doing the same thing. Uh, I don't know when it started, but I'm, I'm just so happy to be here with uh, these guys and these fans. And it's tough to have a bad day at Wrigley. Isn't that the truth? For sure. There's not many better places on earth, let alone in the game of baseball, than Wrigley Field. It's the best. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it truly is awesome. I mean, we feel like we can have a bad day. And as soon as you walk outside, people are like, yeah, Wisdom or yeah, Frank, like, keep going. And you're like. All right, yeah, let's like let's go. They're always got your back, so that, I mean that's pretty special. Um, what what's like something you've learned the most throughout this year, like going through all of this and having this time, something that you've just been like, wow, I, I'm going to take this going forward. Um, that like I can actually play at this level. I think Frank can. Yes, that. you can. Like, by the way, we can, we can do this. Can like this we, we can do yes. this. Um, facts. <laughs> we're speaking facts here, folks. That's all we're doing. But also, I think that it, the game is hard, and like I think you really have to just slow it down and uh, take it pitch to pitch, um, especially at this level. Um, Frank, I've uh, I've seen this because I've sat next to them in the stands. You have quite the family friend following. It kind of gets me nostalgic because that's how I felt like my family was. They were always the ones cheering the loudest in the family section. Um, how much fun is it going to all these cities and you have all your friends and your family traveling around and following you? I think they're having more fun than I am. Uh, <laughs> you know, de definitely costing me some money and tickets, but uh, no, it's, it's been unbelievable. They've been, they've been great and they've been enjoying every step of the way with me. And uh, it just makes it that much sweeter. I think too, I watch both you guys, you know, and you guys are this unbelievable example of perseverance. Both you guys are, you know, up there in age. You know, no offense. You know, I'm way up, <laughs> I'm way up there in age, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but like to get to the big leagues at a later time, um, you got a little bit of time before, but to get kind of this moment in time where all that you learned in the minor leagues, um, 
it's really, really awesome. And you're setting this incredible example for people to never give up their dreams. Were there ever moments where you're like, you know what, I just, I think it's time to, to hang them up? Uh, I mean, it's been not necessarily close a couple times, but the thought comes across your head, you know, playing well, still, still there, playing well, still there. But how uh, many more times do I got to hit 300 before I get some more time <laughs> in the big? I get it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's being hot at the right time and still not getting that chance. And you know, just the belief that I, you know, I, I'm good enough to be here and play at this level, and finally got an opportunity and, and having some fun with it. Well, um, Patrick, we saw this. Um, uh, you were mic'd up for a game, and you gave a shout out to your daughters. And, and that moment, I'm a girl dad, I got three daughters, so it's like, you know, to see that, this Major League Baseball game's going on, all this intensity, it's, I know it's our job, we gotta do it, but to take the time to be able to say, hey, good night, I love you guys, you know, go to bed. How great was that to be able to do that and share that with them? Yeah, it was really great. It was just like a reminder, like kind of what you just said, like this is a game where human beings, uh, we have things that going on off the field that, um, you know, our, our mind is sometimes there, but I think it'd just be a little, a cool moment for them to like look back on and say like, yeah, like here's my dad in the middle of the game saying, you know, good night, I love you. Um, I thought that was going to be pretty cool, so I hope they cherish that. Yeah, oh, I, I guarantee As you. much as I did. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, awesome. No, that's what it's all about. Family, friends, you know, the friends we have here, the fans down here celebrating you guys. Um, we went through a transition year in Chicago, right? Traded a bunch of players away. That happens. I've been a part of the rebuild. I've been a part of the trade away. You guys did something for a lot of people that are out here watching the show, that are at home watching the show, that were in the ballpark today. You provided a little bit of comfort because we lost some guys, and part of that was Brizzo. You know, <laughs> third base, first base, we lost Brizzo. But we gained some shwisdom. <laughs> huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And because we did that, <laughs> Joe over at Obvious Shirts. Nice. Oh, those are awesome. <laughs> he made a couple. There's one for you. There's some in the back for your family, too. We got it. We got it. We got this one right here. Look at that. Look at that, baby. You guys both. Those are awesome. Yeah. Those are. And then I thought, man, you know what? A shirt is great because Joe makes the best shirts going with obvious shirts. They do such an amazing job. But then I was like, you know, you might end up giving that to somebody or you sweat too much in it and you bury it in the bottom of your closet like those T-shirts you never see. So I thought, we're going to do one better. We're going to get you some jerseys. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. We got, a, we got a 16 and an 18 right there. Schwisdom Incorporated. That's awesome. Helping Cubs fans get over heels and wounds. I got to say, those look pretty good on you. Can we get the quick jersey like you just hit a homer? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Um, you got a week left, you know, a little bit of time left in the season. Going into this offseason, what, what, what are your goals? What are you looking to accomplish going into the offseason into next year? You know, just keep, get, get back in the weight room. Uh, you know, just, weight room already? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, just, just touching up on some defensive stuff and, you know, just uh, polishing up that swing and be ready and be ready for 162 next year and hopefully be the everyday guy. Yeah. Patrick, how about you? Yeah, I think it's building off uh, what I did well this year, but also, like, reflecting on some of the weaknesses and some things I need to work on. Um, you know, I think it's just taking the offseason, like, head on and getting ready for, uh, like Frank said, 162 um, and hopefully being the everyday guy. Are you guys beach guys or are you guys, like, outdoors hiking guys? More beach, but, uh, 
Where's your vacation? I know you got something planned. Uh, we got a couple trips to the Dominican planned. My wife and her family are from there. So. Oh, right on. Yep. Yes. I'm a beach guy at heart because I grew up near San Diego, but I, I live near the mountains now. Yeah. Um, so we have some vacation planned uh, down towards San Diego this off season. Uh, what hotel are you staying at? And what days are those on? <laughs> Sorry, I was just curious. No, I'm just kidding. We would never do. You want to come? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> heck yeah, man. I'd go party with you guys anytime. Yeah, heck Family yeah. vacations. It's all. It's what it's all about. Oh yeah. Um, one last thing before I, you know, I let you leave. Playing here at Wrigley Field, you know. How much fun is it every day to walk through that ballpark? I know we've talked about it a little bit, but you've been around the league now. You've seen a few of the stadiums. Is there anything like this place? Uh, there's nothing like Wrigley. Even uh, the away teams come in and they say, this is unbelievable. I mean, uh, you know, I think it's the best fans I've seen. Uh, I'll launch them a ball every inning and just, uh, you know, make, make somebody else's day is all part of it. But they, they, they've been unbelievable to me and then the rest of the guys, and it's a lot of fun. Right on. Yeah, I mean, this place is iconic. You... Uh... Every time you step out there, you know, when they say play ball, it, it's kind of like this this aura that you get, and it kind of it gives me goosebumps every night. Um, and Willie Harris told me something. He's like, man, if you're having a bad day, just take a look up and look around. Look where you're playing, man. This is doesn't get better than this. This is really awesome, so take it in. Um, so, I mean, that, that really hit home, and, I mean, I love playing in front of these fans. This place is loud. It's electric. Um, it's, it's the best place to play. Uh, well, you guys are setting such a great example. You're selfless teammates. Uh, you're great leaders on this team. I look forward to seeing you guys at first and third for the Cubs next year. So much fun. You guys are an inspiration to all those kids out there, yeah, the way you play going. the game, with a smile on your face. Keep going. Thank you guys so much for stopping by, Thank joining you. us here at Off the Mound. Absolute pleasure taking the time out from your family in your full uniforms. I hope you guys go home in those tonight. <laughs> and at the very least, sleep in those Schwizdom uniforms, oh, all right? Absolutely. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. For having us. Go it's great. All right, everybody, how about a warm round of applause? Frank Schwindel, Patrick Wisdom. Brendan Bayless, thank you so much for that. Thanks for getting up there. How'd they do, by the way? I mean, they sound good, but they look great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You're the very first musical guest that we've had on Off the Mount. And the last? No, absolutely not. You inspired us, actually, to have more. I hope so. Thank yeah, that was God. an incredible job of lip syncing. Um, <laughs> no. He said it, not me. That. You said it, not me. Um, the album, we joked about this beforehand. So the album, you walked, you walked up shaking in your boots, but you stood tall and left a raging bull. First yes. of all, I like that album cover and the name. Um, but a lot of really, really good testimonials, and one of them was from Huey Lewis on this. Can you tell everybody what Huey said? Uh, Uncle Huey, uh, he called to congratulate me and said that uh, I've, I've outdone myself with my vocal performance on this album, um, which I don't think was a compliment because it's entirely instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Huey, you know, he's been working for a living a lot longer than I have, so I gotta trust his judgment. Thank you. Yep. I gotta, I gotta trust his judgment on that one, right? Yep. But um, actually, a quick side note about Huey. He played here at Wrigley, opening for Jimmy Buffett, and after the show, we were hanging out, and Rick Sutcliffe challenged him to a sit-off competition at like midnight at a bar, and Huey smoked him. Yeah, I can see that. Like, so yeah. don't sleep on Huey Lewis. He still got it. <laughs> um, you grew up a Cubs fan. Uh, Kind of tell us a little bit about how that all started. Well, it's what's crazy right now is being here because in 2000, I moved to Addison and Racine. So 21 years ago. Yeah. And it was very different, you know, than this. This was a parking lot. We lost the Taco Bell. 
Which was which, a, which is a shame. I know. Yeah. I know. It's still here. Yeah. You bring it with for you. Sure. Um, but it's kind of, I think it's impossible to live anywhere near the ballpark and not completely fall in love with it because it's, uh, once you're here, it's, I mean, even when I'm gone, I, it's all, it's all over the country. So, um, it's, my wife is a, a very diehard Cubs fan and she was trying to get my oldest son to have his first words be Cubs. <laughs> but I think it was Dada. Yeah. Was first, which you were in the, you were in the in the crib at night. Hey, Dada, Dada, <laughs> Dada. Yeah. Dada. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then you you have this amazing relationship too with the Cubs. You've done the national anthem over a dozen times. Um, you've been out there singing. You've been uh, out here performing as we saw on the weekend. Um, just this awesome kind of blend with Umphreys and you and the Cubs. W what's that been like to be able to be out there on that field, a place that you love to go watching games? Yeah. But to be able to sing the anthem. Uh, you know, it's weird. The first time was terrifying, and then the second time was terrifying, and the fourth time was terrifying, and then you get used to being terrified. Um, but I will say, if, if you're ever hungover and you need to get over the hangover, just go sing the national anthem. And it works every it's time. Gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so being invited in the first time, I never thought we'd get asked back so many times. Um, but I do have to say, my favorite Cubs memory involves you. Oh. Slightly. This is fun. Um, I didn't know. I knew that we had Cubs memories. I didn't know that this was your favorite Cubs memory. Well, maybe it was forgettable for you, but for me, okay. I remember it. So, yeah. um, Mine was some of those homers I gave up to Albert Pujols. <laughs> yeah. um, you're just putting out fires. Yeah, that's it. So I got the call the Thursday after the Cubs won the World Series five years ago. Can you be at the Metro tomorrow at noon to sound check with a band and play a private party for the team? Mm-hmm. So that was an honor and a privilege and a joy. And not only we got to play that will show. get over that hangover right away. Oh, yeah. And then you know. create a new one. Yes. So we play the show. And then I don't know if you remember this, but they blocked off Clark and walked all 800 of us across the street. So we get to go on the field. And on the third baseline is just tables lined as far as the eye can see with rows of champagne glasses. It was beautiful. And then uh, I was on the third baseline with you and your dad at one yep. point watching the fireworks. And you were kind enough to invite my friends and I to the after-after party, which you might regret. But uh, during that... You never, you never regret an after-after party. No. That's just... I mean, it might hurt a little bit, but regret, no. It's a John Cougar Mellon camp. Like, it hurts yeah. so good. <laughs> so we're at the bar down the street and trying to pretend like we belong there. And David Ross comes up to me and asks me if he can get a photo with me. And I thought he was messing with me. So my friend Adam. You should have told him. I remember. You should have told him you were too busy. I thought that would have been great. You know? Yeah, I, I know you just won the World Series, but I'm a little too busy right now. I'm kind of a big deal in my own <laughs> mind. So he gives his phone to Adam, and Adam's taking the, the photograph. And Adam's not the largest guy in the world. And this huge security guy is like two Schwarbers walks up and starts shoving Adam, saying, no photographs allowed, you have to get out of here. So Adam's fighting with this large security guy, and I hear screaming, and I look over, and my wife took a bullhorn from you. Yes. And she's She didn't take it, she asked. She was, she's she, like, she asked? Well, it was more of like, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, an ask without a question mark behind it. Yes. Yeah. And not wait for the answer. Yes. So she's screaming World Series champions at the top of her lungs, sitting in Jason Hayward's lap. All the players' wives are looking at her like, who is this woman? 
And then my keyboardist from Omfries McGee, Joel Cummins, walks up to you and puts his arm around you, knocks your beer all over your fancy shoes. So I'm looking, I've got my wife screaming on Hayward. I've got Adam fighting a security guard. I've got Joel pouring drinks on you. And I just went to the bar and I put a $100 bill down. I said, I need a beer and a shot and I'm gonna get them out of here in two minutes. <laughs> so that was my favorite Cubs memory. It was, it was so much fun. But the memories too, like I think we had some B-roll. Malik, do we have that B-roll of, of you know, being, at, being out in front of Gallagher Way when you were playing and having you know, family and friends and trips yep. around Wrigley? Like that to me is, that's special. Those memories you talked about, those stories. This one right here, this was great. Oh yeah, this is the, uh, the cameo at the end where. This is a 2020 national anthem. That's what a pandemic will do. You'll have to play it mm -hmm. next to a Harry Carey statue. And can you believe it? I got it right the first time. We only had to do one take. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it, it's and then here's really Friday. Yeah, Friday. I, uh, had, I had to struggle to keep my kids off the stage because they just want to grab a microphone and say rock and roll because it always works. Yes. Uh, I think we're going to get that. I think I think your son runs up here and says, you know, hey, dad, rock and roll. So, yeah, that's he finally thought I was cool. So, yeah, uh, well, you are you are cool. Oh, man. Let's not kid ourselves. You're Stop, a rock star. Going. You're a Cubs fan. That makes you cool. Being a Cubs fan makes you cool, but being a rock star and a Cubs fan makes you even more cool. So. Wow. You're saying all the right things. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, looking at this year and looking ahead, where we were and where we are now and where we want to be, what are you most excited for when it comes to the Chicago Cubs? Uh, you know, I'm optimistic about it. You know, uh, obviously it, it it's a change, but that's part of the game, right? So yep, absolutely. Uh, when you're a fan of a team, you're a fan of the team, regardless of the ups and the downs. So it's going to be exciting to see it all build back up again and make it that much sweeter when we win it again real soon. Yeah, you got that right. Well, thank you so much for performing. Thanks for stopping by and sharing a few stories. Don't forget to check the album out, folks, right there. That's right. From Humphreys McGee, Brendan Bayless. We'll be right back with Big Z, Carlos Zambrano. More off the mound coming up. And now we welcome back. That's right, one of my favorite teammates. This guy is so much fun to play with. Absolutely embarrassed me during batting practice, the way he could hit balls on the Waveland Sheffield, not to mention what he could do on a mound. You all love him. Big Z, everybody welcome Carlos Zambrano. Yeah, you can sit there. You can sit over there if you, if you won't want to be that close to me. Here's better. <laughs> you look great, man. You look fabulous. Thanks. You too, man. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I just haven't been eating, but what have you been? You <laughs> look like you've been working out. You're fit, man. God, you look, uh, you look you know, good. Adam, uh, one thing that I say, I say when I play it is that once I don't, I'm, I'm done playing baseball, I don't want to be, you know, overweight or, you know, I want to keep uh, continue to go to the gym and, you know, do all. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to be fat. So. No, well, I said you could play tight end for the Bears, and they need it. So, <laughs> you know, you could be good, a good offensive player for no, them. No, I heard that Kyle Farnsworth tried, and that's, that's not easy. You know? <laughs> that's right. So. It is hard. Two sports hard. is not easy. No. No. Two you could play, not easy. But, like, you could have done what Shohei Otani did, I feel like. 
No? That's, that's hard to do also. If you had 500 at-bats in the big leagues right now, how many home, not like in your best hitting days, how many home runs if you had 500 ABs do you think you could hit? I don't know, probably 30. 30? Yeah. Yeah, no joke, right? We got video. One we got thing that I had when I, when I, when I, when I um, like, like, you know, that pitch, it was right down the middle, but I was Yeah, waiting. cool. I got a lot of pitches right down the middle. I rolled them pitch. over to shortstop. Well, I'm, I'm 6'5", 270. You know? <laughs> yeah. People expect, to, expect me to hit ball, you know, long way. Dude, remember you got eight? I remember you got eight hits in a row, like consecutive at-bats. That's like major league hitters don't do that. So that's why, like, when people are always, like, impressed by Shohei Otani, I always say, I played with a guy that yeah. I think could have done that. Well, the thing is also that, um, you know, I, um, I was, somebody was telling me that uh, I was um, 8 for 12 against Carpenter, Chris Carpenter. He's, he was a good pitcher. Yeah, he won a Cy Young. And he said, you was 8 for 12 against Carpenter, you know, pretty sure like that. But like I say, you know, um, I take a batting, uh, hitting seriously because I was in the National League. I played in the National League. And I don't want to be, you know, in my, uh, like Mr. Bean with the bat. <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> I want to hit the ball. I want to win the, the game for my team, you know? Yeah. So that's that spirit of uh, Mr. Bean wasn't in me. We used to play a, a, a home run derby game where in batting practice we would say, okay, every home run is a bottle of wine or, you know, a dinner or something like that. Me and Ted, we wouldn't let Z play. He was never invited because we would all lost, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you no, could not we, only. We, you had, could... we had great memories, you know, yeah. when I, when we play uh, Ted Lilly and all every teammate, you know. D. Lee uh, Ramos. D. Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that Ramos was uh, around. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, Rami was in town. Good for him, yeah. Yeah, it's good to see yeah. him get out of his shell every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was in like a witness relocation program or something. Yeah. Where did well, Ramos Ramirez that, go? When when he uh, retired, I thought that he didn't want to go out from Dominican Republic, you know? Yeah. He loved so much Dominican Republic, so. But he was here. You but know? you know why? Like he told, and I saw him, he said, because he loves Chicago. And that's what he said. So he loves the city of Chicago. You love, well, your back course. here. Everybody loves Chicago. Everybody loves this place, you know? Um, this is, I call this place not only the friendly confines, but the joyful confines. You know, people are always joyful, you know? Like uh, the other two players were saying, you know, Swindell uh, uh, and Wisdom. Swindell and Wisdom. They were saying that, uh, you know, no matter, no matter how the team is going, people always, you know, kind and, 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 and give you a hand and, and, and give you a clap, you know? And that's, that's what you're looking as, as a player, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, this, that's, that's, that's a great thing about Chicago, about playing for the, for the Cubs. You're darn right it is. Absolutely. Come on, you got to clap better. Yes. Come on. Yes, they hear you down there. Um, playing for Chicago, you had so many great memories. You know, being on the 03 team, 04, we had 07, 08, we had. But dude, you did something that every pitcher dreams of doing, and it. You know, we just kind of saw it because it, it happened in September. Um, you throw a no hitter. How, how great was that to be able to throw a no hitter um, against the Houston Astros? Because like we just dream of that, and just such a special moment in your career. It was a special, you know, but um, um, if I can change that no-hitter for right here, being check that this team out. in 2016 and winning the World Series, for me, you know, uh, I can say, you know, my career was, was awesome. But, uh, you know, it was, it was good to be in the, 
in that list of, of pitchers that, that have thrown a, a no-hitter in the big leagues. You know, it was a special moment, and uh, I, I enjoy every time uh, um, that, you know, that day comes uh, every year. You know, what's funny is a lot of people don't know this, but we were in the Milwaukee Brewers clubhouse. So the Brewers clubhouse was we were playing a road game against yeah. the Astros, and they chose to have the visiting clubhouse, and we had the home clubhouse. And Carlos threw the no-hitter, and it was the only time champagne had ever been sprayed in that locker room. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, the Brewers hated us. Yeah. They hated us after that. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Hey, uh, I'd do it again tomorrow. I'd do it again tomorrow. I'd spray that champagne for another Carlos yeah. Zambrano no-hitter. Yeah, that was sure, awesome. man. Dang. You gave us all memories for that, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, every, I think every, uh, every moment here at Wrigley is special, you know. And, uh, yeah. Especially that 2016 uh, championship. You yeah, know. for you, like when you're an ex-player, I, I went through it, but I was also, I'm with the team, I'm around the team. As the ex-player who wanted to do that, right? You wanted to win a World Series here so bad, I know how much you want to do that. What were the feelings and emotions you had when the 2016 team won the World Series? Well, you know, I, I, I thought about, you know, be, being here in Chicago, um, and, and celebrate in the streets with, with the people, you know. Uh, fortunately, I was in Venezuela doing some uh, something, and uh, I couldn't travel to the United States. But I enjoyed that moment with the, with the Cup fan. I was a fan also. Uh, I was like a kid, like everybody else, you know, watching TV and watching that last out by, um, by uh, Chris Bryant. And uh, that was a special. That was a special. And, uh, you know, um, the thing is that uh, these uh, fans deserve that win, that championship, because they, uh, so many people that come to Wrigley Field, so many uh, grandpas, so many, uh, uh, you know, people that um, generation after generation, for, uh, yeah. you know, hoping for that ring. And finally, it came to, through in, in 2016, you know, and that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're darn, yeah, absolutely. And you know what was really great, too, when that all went on was all the players who, the current players who won it, they were genuinely so happy for all the former players who tried to do the same thing. So I know that they were thinking about you in that moment. Cause you yeah, they were, I say they were that lucky group of guys because, you know, so many good players, you know, Sammy Sosa, Ernie Banks, uh, Ferguson yeah. Jenkins, uh, Ryan Dempster, you know, so many great players. Thank you. You know, been through the Cubs and... Finally, those, you know, that, that group of guys did it, you know, so they were the lucky one in the lucky place at the right moment. Yeah, you're darn right, man. In the right season. Yep, absolutely. Well, I know today is a very special day for you. Um, we have a birthday. Yes, yeah. my son. Your son's son. birthday. Yeah, he's waiting for me at Dave and Buster. Dave and Buster's, that's where he, we're going. He wants to go at the, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's at the downtown location. Yes. Kidding. No. Yeah. Yeah, in, in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you go to Dave and Buster's with your kids, are you the dad who's like, here, you guys go play, or are you the dad who's like, hold on, let me get in there. I got to get on Papa Shop. No, I play with them. I yeah. play with them with my kids. You know, everything I, uh, you know, we go somewhere, and, you know, I, like, you know, they want to go. My son first want to go to uh, Six Flags, but, you know, they're, they were packed, and you know we couldn't get uh, tickets, and yep. it's not like I used, you know, used to be. You know, we I can get you tickets to Six and, Flags. 
If we, we need to get Carlos, can somebody get on that? Can we get Carlos Sombrano tickets to Six Flags with some sort of speed pass? I think Chirinos, Robinson Chirinos is here in the background. He just said he's got he's yeah. got somebody on speed dial. Ne next time, next time. not Because yeah. no, he want to go today, but, you know, we couldn't find tickets. Yep. So he said, okay, I, you know, yeah. I got to. Well, Z, you, um, I always said, I always felt like you were one of the most misunderstood people that played in Chicago because some people saw the fire and the emotion. Great throw out of Mark Carlson when you threw him <laughs> out of the game. Um, but you, but you to me, were just an awesome person with a humongous heart, and you continue to share that heart with the world. So thank you so much for stopping by off the mound and thank joining you. us here. Thank you, thank you, Ryan. I uh, appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's good, it's, good, it's good to be here and to spend time with you and the fans. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, how about a nice round of applause for Carlos Zambrano? Wow, what a show. Four guests like that. Brendan Bayless from Humphreys McGee was great. Carlos Zambrano, so great to see Big Z. And then, of course, Schwisdom Incorporated right there. Patrick Wisdom, Frank Schwindel, so awesome to have them stop by off the mound. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you guys. Big shout out to our sponsor, Sloan, once again. You can download this and all Off the Mound podcasts on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And it's all presented by our good friends at Sloan. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Ryan Dempster. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon.